It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Every day. Every day. It is episode number 275 of the Locked On Redskins podcast. Good to have you with us. I'm your host, Chris Russell. As always, we are with you uh, and we bring you the latest from Redskins training camp and Redskins land. And that is that as we talked about in detail on episode number 273 before the weekend, Donald Penn has agreed to what is being reported as a one-year deal to join the Washington Redskins. We don't know about exact terms and specifics uh, and all of that, what's guaranteed, what's not. Uh, Sometimes these deals are guaranteed, sometimes they're not. Uh, Sometimes there's a small guarantee. We just don't know. Um, But the bottom line is this. Donald Penn is going to be with the Redskins moving forward, whether he practices on, uh, you, you know, before the the next off day, which is Friday, we don't know. Uh, he's supposed to report uh, to the Redskins training facility on Wednesday, depending on when you are listening to this. Uh, so we will have more information on that. I would imagine that he would be limited at first and that they will try and get him cranking and up to gear so that he could probably play in the third preseason game. I wouldn't imagine, I wouldn't think he's going to play in the first preseason game by any means next Thursday against the Cleveland Browns, maybe not even the second preseason game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, what this means is a couple of things. Number one, it gives the Redskins, as we talked about again a couple of episodes ago, a veteran offensive tackle option. They were looking at Guys like Corey Robinson, who they just signed. They were looking at Tyler Catalina, who's not really a tackle, but can kind of play some tackle. They were looking at Jaron Christian, who just is getting back to practice now after the injury mid uh, last year, which somehow, I don't know, uh, cost him about 10 months of being able to practice and work out and all that stuff. They um, They are dangerously thin at the tackle position, even with signing, um, again, the kid that they signed the other night, Corey Robinson. Um, and that was Friday night before the weekend. And and, and look, the, here's the bottom line. When you have a 90-man roster, uh, Timon Paris is the other kid that I, I, I wasn't kind of thinking of, uh, Timon Paris in there with Corey Robinson. When you have a 90-man roster, it allows you – to have more flexibility, and it allows you to bring in certain guys and certain bodies. Now, in a case like Donald Penn, he's not coming here to be on the 90-man roster and to get whacked. Could it happen? Yes, it could happen. I don't know, again, what they promised him and what they guaranteed, but it is almost very, 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 very likely that Donald Penn is here 
to probably start week one of the NFL season against the Philadelphia Eagles at left tackle. I doubt very much that he signed a deal, especially after coming to Richmond last Friday, meeting with the Redskins, not working out a deal, leaving, and then coming back. That seems like there was a sweetener. That means there was some sort of lure, some sort of recruitment pitch going on from the Redskins to get him to come back. Maybe the player had a change of heart. I doubt it. That's not the way it usually works. Maybe the Redskins promised him something. We don't know, and we might not know. Uh, but the bottom line is, is what I think the Redskins had to tell Donald Penn, if not by money, if not by guarantee in terms of word and role, was, hey, look, you know, we're not bringing you in here just to be on the 90-man roster and just to be a camp body. We're bringing you in here because we envision, we plan, we think, we we can guarantee you, maybe, that you will be on the 53-man roster one way or the other. Because even if Trent Williams comes back, who would you rather have as your backup swing tackle, having no Ty Inseki this year? Would you rather have Donald Penn, who can play left and right tackle, as we mentioned in um Episode number 273, played right tackle last year before an injury, cut short his season, but he's primarily a left tackle. Who would you rather have, Donald Penn or Jaron Christian? Who would you rather have, Donald Penn or Timon Paris? Who would you rather have, no offense to Corey Robinson, Corey Robinson or Donald Penn? So I don't see a way where Donald Penn doesn't make the 53-man roster unless he's hurt. But Donald Penn is going to be a member of the Washington Redskins. And according to offensive line coach Bill Callahan, uh, this via John Kime, hopefully we can settle Eric inside now with Donald coming. I feel good about depth at guard with Eric and Wes beginning to be developed. Donald gives us another left tackle. We can work and hopefully we can uh, we get Trent back. So there's a couple of Again, a couple-fold issue here. One, they're thin at tackle, and they don't know if, when, whatever, Trent Williams is coming back. That's the obvious one. The other one is they don't want Eric Flowers to play at tackle, and he admitted uh, in an interview with my colleagues Grant and Danny uh, on 106.7 The Fan on Friday, I believe, of last week, hey, look, I didn't come here to play tackle. I know I'm not good enough at tackle to stay in this league. I came here to be a guard where he can use some of his strength and power and size in order to be a better NFL player as opposed to... And by the way, there's no embarrassment with that. Brandon Sheriff was drafted number five overall, and the Redskins did everything they could because they were worried about the public perception, as they, I guess, should have been. The Redskins did everything they could to sell Brandon Sheriff. Oh, no, 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 he's a tackle, he's a tackle, he's a tackle, he's a tackle. They knew he was more of a guard. They just didn't want to tell you, oh, yeah, by the way, we drafted a guard at number five. But he wants to try his luck at guard because he knows that's the best chance he's got to stay in the league. Callahan also, and this is again via John Kime, uh, said, quote, it's next man up philosophy, so guys are getting developed. We're mixing and matching a lot of guys with guys coming back from injuries. It's good to add more depth with Donald. Donald Penn looks like the starter to me. Week one in Philadelphia, barring Trent Williams reporting right around week three. That's what it looks like to me. 
I don't know. They're not going to say that. They're not going to address it like that. But that's how you put two and two together. That's where you come up with four. Now, on Tuesday night in Richmond, Bruce Allen spoke to a couple of reporters, most specifically Michael Phillips of the Richmond Times-Dispatch, who was at this event uh, called Celebration in the End Zone. It's an annual event. It's for season ticket holders and for anybody that wants to buy a a ticket, I believe. Uh, And they can come and mix and mingle with executives and coaches and so on and so forth. And Bruce was quoted by Michael Phillips as saying, quote, training camp is going on. We're doing well. And we'd love to have Trent here. Um, Allen basically, you know, again, confirmed uh, that Donald Penn is there without confirming it or is coming without confirming it. Quote, we like Donald. Donald had a good workout. Bruce is not saying we signed him. Bruce is not saying we agreed to terms. He's just saying we like Donald. Donald, I like Donald. I like Donald Duck. Donald had a good workout. But we still want Trent. And that's, I guess, the the money quote in this. Not that this should surprise you. We still want Trent. Hey, Donald Penn is great. We still want Trent. Okay, so now how do they make it work? And here's the other question around this and surrounding this is how much of this Donald Penn signing is because they don't have a legitimate answer until Donald Penn is in the building and in the fold and on the practice field and in games and so on and so forth. They don't have a legitimate answer at left tackle. But also, how much of it is because they're trying to put pressure on Trent Williams? And they should. They absolutely should. Now, I don't think Trent bats an eyelash at this. Um, You know, I'm sure Trent Williams and Donald Penn are friendly um, that this isn't a Donald Penn is, you know, kind of stealing a position from Trent Williams. That's not what this is designed to do. I think this is designed, A, to give them, again, a veteran option that they didn't have. Correct. Number one. And number two, as a side effect, as a added bonus, as a extra layer, this is, hey, you know what? If Donald Penn makes Trent Williams think even remotely about not being so headstrong about this holdout, if he gets worried in any sort of way, if he drops his guard, oh, wait a second. They went out and got a guy who's a multi-time pro bowler. Even though he's 36, that guy can replace me. You lose leverage. You lose the ability to snap your finger and demand whatever you're demanding or keep asking for what you're asking. Now, that doesn't mean that Trent is going to come in here right away and end the holdout. That's not what it means. But it could put a little bit of pressure on Trent Williams. And it should, quite honestly. It doesn't mean Trent is coming back. It doesn't mean Trent is reporting anytime soon. As a matter of fact, I'd be surprised that he's reporting anytime soon. Again, I've held out, I've said, you know, right around the third game. I think that might even be too generous. Maybe this puts a tad bit more pressure on Trent Williams. All right, when we come back here on the Locked on Redskins podcast, uh, we will tell you about uh, some of the things that happened during Tuesday's practice 
and also something that happened after Tuesday's practice that has something to do with the offensive line. We'll have that for you next right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast, episode number 275. Thanks for being with us. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is the Locked On Redskins Podcast. Good to have you with us. Episode number 275. So along the way we go, first we tell you Bombas are the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. Plus, for every Bombas purchase, they donate a pair to someone in need. Find out more about what feet daydream about at bombas.com slash locked today and get 20% off at bombas.com slash locked. Yeah, make sure you go and check it out. And also check this out. Listen to the new Locked On NFL with expert analysis of former NFL scout Matt Williamson and hosted by Brian Peacock. Locked On NFL is your daily national podcast on all things NFL with Matt's unique take on the game. All right, so go check all of that out. Now, a couple of things that we have to finish up that we didn't get to in segment one was this. The Redskins were not done signing um, or looking at offensive linemen. According to J.P. Finley, uh, one of four players that worked out for the Redskins on Tuesday afternoon uh, in uh, Richmond were was veteran guard Hugh Thornton. Uh, He was a third-round pick in 2013. He started for the Colts at guard 2013, 2014, and 2015. We'll have more information on him if he signs a contract with the Redskins. But the bottom line is is that he is out of work. He's looking for a job. The Redskins are looking for veteran depth. Uh, And, you know, I think part of that is – Again, you have Eric Flowers, who's new to the position, who's off to a late start at the position because they were so thin at tackle. Then you have Wes Martin, rookie. Pierce Barker, rookie. Tony Bergstrom, veteran, who's 33 years old or whatever he is. Uh, they found out for sure that Chase Roulier is not a guard. Uh, and Tyler Catalina can play guard. Uh, but again, remember who finished up last year at guard for them and who played from time to time at guard was Ty Anseki. You know, so clearly they are obviously very fond of the whole tackle to guard thing, as a lot of teams are. That's not a surprise. Uh, but they are looking at bringing in some veteran bodies uh, to at least compete and see what they've got and see what they can work out. Again, certain guys, uh, maybe a guy like Hugh Thornton might not be like he might be desperate enough to say, look, I don't care if I'm a camp body. I don't care if you don't give me a guarantee. I need to open people's eyes. I need to get another chance. I'm ready to go. Let me line up and, and take my shot. Uh, we don't know. We don't know if he'll sign um, with the Washington Redskins or not. So stay tuned uh, for that. The other thing 
that I wanted to get to was there was actually a couple of little fracases, a couple little fights on Tuesday uh, during the boys' first practice back after a day off. So it was hot. It was 95-ish degrees, even working out in the morning. And JoJo Wicker, and we just mentioned Tyler Catalina, got into it. Uh, and this was described by multiple reporters. And I've seen the video uh, that Paul Connor shot. Uh, and we put it up at Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins. Uh, but JoJo Wicker and Tyler Catalina got into it. A little scuffle after the snap. Tyler Catalina snaps him down, throws him down. JoJo Wicker gets up. He's upset. He pushes him. They exchange some punches. And then all of a sudden, you see this. And you really got to be watching closely on the video that we posted. Now, second-year defensive tackle, Tim Settle comes out of nowhere and just absolutely trucks Tyler Catalina. Then Cole Holcomb and Josh Harvey Clemens, and by the way, it was Cole Holcomb's birthday on Tuesday, and Josh Harvey Clemens try to help Catalina up. Now, remember, these are defensive guys, okay, trying to help Catalina, an offensive guy who Tim Settle, a defensive guy, had just floored. But then Matt Flanagan, who we talked about in our tight end preview, a couple of episodes ago, pushed at Holcomb and Josh Harvey Clemens, according to Paul Connor, because simply they're on the defense. And he's an offensive player. So, look, boys will be boys. Things like this will happen. Uh, nobody that we know of really got hurt, but we'll have to see. Now, a potential thing to kind of keep an eye on is this. Um, a little bit later, Monte Nicholson and Jeremy Sprinkle got into it, according to uh, my colleague at 106.7 The Fan, Craig Hoffman. Um, he described it as physical blocking that boiled over. He said, have to think it's part of the defense trying to set the tone after getting worked over on Sunday. Uh, that is something we haven't really touched on too much, is that all three quarterbacks looked really good on Sunday during their fourth and final practice before a day off. Uh, and today it seemed, or I should say on Tuesday, it seemed a, a lot more in, in, in favor of the defense and choppiness from the offense, bunch of interceptions uh, and all that. And I, again, I'm not going to do a lot of play-by-play -play of training camp because it's it, they're not practicing in in, in pads or contact. I mean, it, it does us no good. Um, Adonis Alexander, also a note on him. He walked off the practice field, according to J.P. Finley, during the walkthrough. Uh, but no update that we've seen on him. All right. One other thing that we wanted to get to uh, here, which was a cool thing that the Redskins are doing. Uh, and Nick Sundberg and his wife have kind of spearheaded, and it's Look, uh, there are many things that I can criticize uh, the, the Redskins. This isn't one of them. This isn't one of them. So we always want to be fair and we always want to give uh, some shine. The Redskins Charitable Foundation is providing nearly $50,000 in funds to seven schools and nonprofit organizations in Richmond to build their own LOL Laundry Centers. Now, if you're not familiar with that acronym, stands for it's no, it's not laugh out loud. It's loads of love. And it's the group that the Charitable Foundation and Nick Sunberg and his wife started about a year and a half ago. Uh, and again, they're going to give $48,000, 48500 
dollars uh, in grant funding uh, to open up these laundry centers. And basically, in case you're not again familiar with this, basically it's so that kids can feel confident about going to school. Kids that didn't have washing machines, dryers, uh, that had to use public facilities, that maybe their clothes weren't as clean as washed, and it, you know, they found that it affected kids' morale. Uh, and their ability to not get made fun of and all of that good stuff. Uh, so basically the Redskins are going to have a, um, a ceremony and unveiling uh, with players from the team and the Charitable Foundation uh, and uh, Bon Secours, uh, which is the title sponsor and, of course, the main organization at the training facility uh, on Friday. Uh, and they're going to do that on Friday morning, uh, you know, again, to announce where exactly they're going to uh, do this. And it's a bunch of schools in the Richmond and a bunch of centers in the Richmond area. Uh, and again, the here's the thing. Uh, here's the thing. You don't need to know all of the details. What you need to know is that Nick Sundberg, his wife, and... The Loads of Love Laundry Centers has become a major, 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 major thing. Now, um, you know, I don't know why the why this has taken off most specifically, uh, but I, I know that they've put a lot of work into this program. So kudos to them. Uh, kudos to them, and they deserve to be uh, recognized. Again, you can find out more at redskins.com slash donate. That's redskins.com slash donate. Uh, and you have to just simply designate uh, in the Loads of Love program in the remarks, and all donations are tax deductible. So make sure you go check uh, out that. Loads of Love, uh, and go check them out at redskins.com slash donate. All donations tax deductible. All right. When we come back, a quick word on the Redskins offensive coaches. That is next. Hey, guys, it's Chris Russell here, episode number 275. Don't forget to check out Postmates, postmates.com. I understand some good news on that front. We told you about them uh, last week, right? So now today we also tell you about five-star painting. That's right. Five Star Painting is looking for new owners to join their growing company. Could this be the perfect opportunity for you? Are you driven? Do you have the heartbeat of an entrepreneur? If you're interested in running your own business, text Five Star to 87000 right now to learn more. Choosing to start your own business with Five Star Painting means setting yourself up for success by surrounding yourself with the best in the business and the best at business. At Five Star Painting, you'll be your own boss. You pick your own territory, you set your own hours, you live a better quality life. Running a business that you can be proud of. You'll have the best resources available to you. They'll help you scale your landscape business to meet your personal and professional goals. And you'll go home every day, every night with the satisfaction of helping your customers enhance and maintain the beauty of their homes. So go check them out. Whether you've been thinking about starting your own business or you're already running your own painting company, text Five star to eight seven zero zero zero. That's eight seven zero 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 five star to eight seven triple zero to learn more about how a five star painting franchise can help you get where you go faster than going it alone. Back here on the Locked On Redskins podcast, so we're running a little bit late here. Um, why don't we do this? 
Kevin O'Connell, the new Redskins offensive coordinator. Uh, and listen, uh, we've talked about Kevin O'Connell uh, a couple of times before uh, in this particular uh, spot. He is the offensive coordinator, and he is going to be a head coach sooner than later. Do I know if it's going to be with the Washington Redskins? No, I don't know if it's going to be with the Washington Redskins. I know it's going to be somewhere, though. Whether it's on the college level, whether it's on the NFL level. And remember, it's not just the NFL. People often forget that assistant coaches in the NFL, especially ones that are young and outgoing and and gregarious and able to kind of do the whole recruiting bit and dig deep in that are going to get college head coaching jobs too. I'm approaching this as this is one and done for Kevin O'Connell, that this is one and done and it's his first year and his last year as the offensive coordinator. Now, what does that mean? Again, could that mean that he's the Redskins head coach in 2020? Yeah, it could mean that. I mean, I've said on this podcast and I've heard that Kevin O'Connell is the apple of their eye. They really genuinely believe that he is what Sean McVay was and is, and they don't want to lose him. So could that happen? And could it happen sooner than later? Yeah, absolutely it could. If they sense that they're losing him, yes, it could. Now, obviously Jay would have to get fired for this, uh, and I'm sure Jay is doing everything he can to make Kevin O'Connell a better coach, but also to protect his job. Jay's not a dummy. He sees the writing on the wall. So... It'll be a really interesting dynamic to see how these situations play out because I'm sure there's veteran coaches on the staff, Callahan, Greg Minuski, Ray Horton, guys that would like, you know, Rob Ryan, bigger roles, more. And what happens if Jay gets let go of during the season? Who's the interim head coach? I think it'll be Callahan, but I don't know that for sure. I don't think it'll be Kevin O'Connell, but I think Kevin O'Connell could be the next head coach. And I would give him a better shot of being the next head coach over Bill Callahan, I'll tell you that much, or anybody else on the staff. I could be wrong. That's just the way I kind of view it. All right. We will do the rest of the coaches in another episode. Uh, Just too much going on uh, tonight. And uh, on this episode, episode number 274, thanks for being with us. I'm your host, Chris Russell. Again, make sure you go check out Bombas. Make sure you check out Postmates uh, and as well, uh, Five Star Painting uh, because uh, we brought them aboard uh, today as well. And we want to make sure everybody is happy. We want to make sure everybody is supporting the Locked On Podcast Network and the Locked On Redskins Podcast as are you for downloading uh, and listening and spreading the word. Thank you. Adios. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.